Hi everyone, it's Michelle from Studio City Now. And today my guest is my friend, Clayne Wayman. Hi, Clayne. Hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm fine. It's so good to see you. Yes. Long time, no chat. <laughs> well, you've had quite an adventure. You've yes. been in La Amazon. Yes, I have. And I told a friend of mine, I said, my friend Clayne went to the Amazon for four months. <laughs> now she's Russian and she said, why is he in the warehouse? <laughs> <laughs> well, small correction, it was not a warehouse. <laughs> and number two, it was three months, not four. <laughs> I had to explain Amazon is also a river in South America. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's hilarious. We That's how we've become in the United States. We say the word Amazon and we think of Amazon.com. We don't think that there's an actual rainforest that's called the lungs of the earth. <laughs> Tell me about that. Yeah, so the Amazon rainforest is considered the lungs of the earth. And just to give you an idea of how large the Amazon rainforest is, it makes up 40% of the continent of South America. And if that rainforest was in the United States, it would, it would occupy 48 of our 50 states. Wow. Yeah, I that's yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how magnificent the Amazon is. Uh, raw wildlife. Uh, there's it's it's the home of the largest diversity of plant species in the world. There's over forty thousand different plant species uh, in the Amazon rainforest, and seventy percent of the world's natural plant remedies for treating cancer uh, comes from the Amazon. And um, what brought you to the Amazon? Uh, well, I was diagnosed with that big C word. And, uh, uh, you know, with, with my understanding and, uh, and uh, teaching and education in plant medicine and uh, what the Amazon offers, I'm like, you know, what? when she told me when my doctor gave me the diagnosis, I'm like, well, it looks like I'll be making a trip down to the Amazon. <laughs> How did your doctor take that? She looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> of course. And your cancer is, is it's gone, isn't it? It's not gone quite yet, but we are we are headed in that direction. Now, you know, I stopped you on Facebook while you were in the Amazon because I just thought it was an incredible journey. Thank you. And, you know, I could see the change in you. You know, it just you have this I, I don't know how to explain it, like a spirituality or you look mm -hmm. at peace just different. Mm -hmm. she lost 25 pounds <laughs> yeah that'll do it <laughs> yeah hey you clothes fit <laughs> yeah no kidding i had to i had to get rid of my clothes you want in fact can i oh i'll i'll zip up go ahead keep going <laughs> i like that getting rid of the clothes <laughs> yes so since we were on that topic i so i brought a big i brought more clothes than i needed to wear and i had lost all this weight so what i ended up doing is I, uh, I gave it to the locals. I just said, Hey, you know, we're, you know, I've got these clothes and, uh, the women from the little village and men from the little village just came and looked at my clothes that I had just laid up on these two big long tables in the dining area there on the Amazon. And, uh, I thought that they would leave some, you know, just thinking, but every little, everything got, <laughs> everything got taken. I thought it was great. And then I filled up my suitcase with the Shipibo clothes. They have these clothes that is that they hand knit. They put their sacred songs on them. They call them the Ikros. And they, they, uh, they're they hand-stitched. Uh, they're pretty incredible. It's usually done on like a, a white cotton cotton 
and uh, it's they're pretty remarkable clothes. So I filled up my suitcase with uh, with gifts to bring home <laughs> to friends and family. So I gave some away and then brought some more home. Now, while you were there, did they have electricity? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always electricity. It's just a matter of if you're able to <laughs> harness the power. Yeah, so we, it was certainly off the grid. Uh, the uh, Yes, there was electricity because they had a solar panel <laughs> in the middle of the Amazon. And for three months, the running water was a running river. Uh, so my I showered in river water for three months. They had this pump that they pumped out of the river and it would go into a little uh, storage tank then we could turn on the shower, flush toilets. And uh, then the pump would kick on when the storage tank would uh, get to a certain level. And then it would just pump it, pump it back in. So yeah, literally, literal river water for three months. It was amazing. I can imagine. And what kind of foods did you eat? Oh my gosh. Uh, I had a variety of fruits and vegetables. That was the staple fruits, vegetables, beans and rice. And occasionally we, I had uh, uh, freshly caught fish out of the Amazon river. Mm. Yeah. And uh, they were, they also served up some chicken from, from time to time. Uh, then the chicken was like, you know, free range Amazon chicken, no hormones or <laughs> none of the pharmaceutical drugs or anything were, were uh, poked up on those chickens and uh, just, just nature's chicken. And then by the time I left my, the Amazon, I became a vegan. Right. You had told me, or did you yeah. mention that Yeah, we spoke a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But I'm sure the food, oh my gosh, uh, just amazing. Oh yeah, the freshness is is like no other. There's fruit that I ate that was so delicious that I couldn't even. <laughs> I've never even seen that kind of fruit before, you know. Because I guess some of the fruit spoils within a couple of days, so they couldn't trans. You know, there's some fruit you just can't transport to the United States, like where we live. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, but I got to freshly picked off the tree. I got to <laughs> I got to watch them take their machetes and just hack a a coconut right off the tree. They chop one end off stuff a straw in it so here you go you know <laughs> you didn't have to go into any market and pay for any or any coconut water you just like go get chop it down off a tree and there's your coconut water straight from nature living off the land literally yeah literally okay so what i did see was it a hut it was like a small oh, yeah yep yeah. so it's a wood hut that's wood that they just chopped down trees and made a hut with and then these big leaves that they had sewn together, they'd weaved together, sewn together was for the the roof. Mm-hmm. And that's where I, I lived for three months in a little hut. Oh, wow. Right, in the Amazon. And also, I guess you had mentioned before you left, because we talked then. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw your Facebook post and I'm on the phone immediately. Like, yes. What the F is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're awesome, Michelle, staying on top of what I was up to. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, you're the coolest guy in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think <laughs> you and Donny Osmond. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're too kind. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, oh, gosh, I lost my train of thought. Um, so, something else you saw. I saw huts. I saw you. Uh, I'll think of it. <laughs> You probably, saw me, you, you probably saw me uh, being hugged by a sloth. I saw that. <laughs> uh, I picked up an, a 12-foot anaconda snake, held that around my shoulders. 
I didn't see that. That would have freaked me out. I I'm fed petrified of snakes. Yeah, I fed bananas to monkeys. Okay. <laughs> that was fun. That is cool. Well, they're so human-like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're very aware. Mm -hmm. They are. So, um, you know, when I first spoke to you and you were going there, how did you know about or about what was going on there and did you just know people or? So I had studied shamanism um, quite in depth and plant medicines years before I had ever even uh, ever had a diagnosis. And so I, I knew right away that if I ever got an illness, it would, it would certainly, it would certainly go toward, towards that route. And what's interesting is uh, I thought my diet was pretty clean until I really got close to the shamans and I realized that it made sense why I had developed, you know, cancer in my body mm -hmm. uh, from the good old standard American diet. And of course, stress is a big one. You know, you live a little bit of stressful life. And I would say my growing up years was a bit of a bit of a stressful life. And uh, so, statement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I wrote about it in my book. <laughs> Which we'll get into next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you definitely had a unique life, mm -hmm. but you know what? That makes you, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but back to the American diet. I know we're all over the place. So yeah. We have to do an episode. Oh yeah, we could do an episode or standard, whatever. Standard American diet. Yeah, we could. Yeah, no, I've talked to friends who have had stomach cancer, bladder cancer, anal cancer, colon mm -hmm. cancer. Yeah. One of the attorneys I'm associated with had bladder cancer. And I said, well, look at the garbage you eat. Mm -hmm. No, it's all healthy. You go through a 12-pack of Coke Zero in three yeah. days. I clean my toilet with Coke. Yeah. Well, here's, here's something that most people I don't know is they've, uh, they've done autopsies from a lot of the chicken farmers mm -hmm. on, the, on some of the chickens. And the chickens will have anywhere from uh, up to 450 different trace elements of pharmaceutical drugs in, in their meat. Ooh. Yeah. So a lot of this information uh, is hidden. You have to dig for it. There's some documentaries that reveal it. There's some doctors that are scientists that are talking about it. And, uh, and, then, and then cows, I mean, the, what's crazy is they, you know, the, all the meat that we come through, the red meat and everything, uh, not only we have these pharmaceutical drugs that they're pumped up with as well, uh, they'll they'll have remains like into of 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 previous animals like gut like the like guts and so forth that they'll grind up they'll dry and they'll put it in their grain and so now you'll have dairy farmers that are raising all this cattle uh, that we're that we're gonna you know that's gonna head to our grocery stores and so that you'll they'll. By the time you get your gallon of milk or that ribeye steak, you might have seven generations of cows. Of, of the says so cows are not cannibals, and yet dairy farmers are con, are are putting uh, literally put, fortifying grain with the remains of other animal of other uh, of other cattle. And so you so those cattle that was shot up with the pharmaceutical drugs, they're like by the time you get your ribeye steak, you may have a ribeye steak that has seven generations of toxins of of uh, cow of cattle that they've eaten in their lifetime and then we wonder why we're sick well when i stopped eating meat entirely a while ago do i still eat it yeah 
not everything, right. but yeah. when I completely cut it out and I cut out dairy, this was about six years ago, my skin cleared up. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Um, some of the allergies I had disappeared. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I also know milk has got a lot of hormones in it. Mm-hmm. I don't like milk anyway, but. Well, when you think about it, we're the only species that uses the, the milk of another species to eat. Like that doesn't happen anywhere in nature. Like, like that, that's, that's like, uh, that's, that's milk. That's for, uh, a, an animal that's going to become a two-ton animal and they're supposed to grow. And then we drink that milk. <laughs> what's put, what's has all that growth hormone in it. That's for, it's for their, 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 their young, their, their calf to grow up. Uh, so they can be like mama bear and papa bear cow. And us humans, we, you know, we, we think we're so sophisticated. And so we go and take milk from a cow uh, and we don't, and it's so generational in our culture that we don't even give it a second thought that, Hey, maybe nature didn't intend for us to steal the breast milk, so to speak of another species and drink it. Uh, So, yeah, I've gone back to almond milk. Yeah. I used to actually make my own cashew milk, Mm -hmm. except it's very time consuming. Right. Yeah. Well, here's one area. I know that, see, when I first heard some of this kind of stuff, I was resistant to it because I love my ribeye steak and my prime rib and <laughs> my hamburger and <laughs> all the, all rare. Yeah, I so you know, In and Out Burger was one of my favorite was one of my favorite joints to go to. So I was very resistant. And so you're almost attacking somebody's lifestyle when you say that you, even if you're not attempting to. And so I would I rejected that altogether. But here is something: if if you think I'm crazy, right now in the world. The United States is ranked 46 in terms of longevity. Think of that. Just let that sit in. And yet we spend more money on what we call health care, which is really the sickness business, than any developed country in the world. In fact, we spend more than all developed countries in the world. There's something wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. But our health care here, or as you said, sickness care, it's not patient-based, it's money-based. Yeah. And because it's money-based, uh, you treat symptoms instead of getting to the root cause, which that's what led me to the Amazon is I knew that the shamans will go to the root cause of things where pharmaceutical companies, what a lot of people don't realize about pharmaceutical companies is a lot of the drugs that you, that they, that they prescribe, they can, uh, they'll, they'll plagiarize from nature. It's not against the law to plagiarize nature, but if they were, but if you and I were to make intellectual property and somebody like copied it and plagiarized it in any form, you know, there, there would be uh, some copyright infringement and there, there could be a lawsuit there. But because nature cannot be patented, the pharmaceutical company can actually go find a molecule that, you know, heals a certain thing that is runs natural in nature and they can synthesize it in the lab using petroleum, which is gasoline, and uh, create a pharmaceutical drug out of it. Mm-hmm. And they can patent it at that point because it wasn't, they're not using plant matter. They're using their synthetic version of, you know, using the ingredients of petroleum. Well, one of the things I did notice, first of all, I don't go to the doctor unless I break something. Yes. Yeah. If I get a, if I'm going to get something sewed up or sewed on, certainly go to the doctor. We're we're great with that and also diagnosis. But when it comes to long-term care uh, or, or health, like, you know, that's their, let's just say nature had a better way. <laughs> I, I definitely 
you know, I was going that way anyway. I didn't go to the Amazon. I started reading books. Yeah. But um, when I did go, uh, the first thing Dr. I'll just say Dr. Feelgood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Scheduled a mammogram, scheduled a colonoscopy, tried to put me on a statin. Um, I told him I get migraines. I know it works, which is a medication that's 100 years old. Mm-hmm. Tried to put me on a triptin, which causes heart issues. So um, me being me, so mm-hmm. I'm really obnoxious. <laughs> Not as much as I am now, but um, I just said, who's sucking your... Richard. (laughs) And I don't tell any doctor I'm a retired RN. Mm -hmm. But everyone I know, including my younger sister, is on a statin. And I said, Mm -hmm. just eat oatmeal and take time release niacin. Imagine that. Yeah. And there's a prescription for time release niacin. Uh huh. Statins don't prolong life, they shut down your liver. Right. And they cause Alzheimer's. Isn't that interesting? For the migraines, I just stopped drinking sodas, diet sodas, and read every ingredient in everything, cut out yeah. sugar, and got divorced, so the migraines disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can be a whole host of issues. <laughs> Being yes. with a partner, you know. But um, I, too, was told I had thyroid cancer. Oh, no way. Yeah. And then I saw a chiropractor over something totally unrelated, and she says, you have Hashimoto's. She said, what? I have Hashimoto's. Mm-hmm. It's precancerous. Okay. I went to see my cousin, who's a energy healer. She mm-hmm. sniffed my neck and said, you don't have cancer. It? And she said, cut out this and this and this, which was wheat, processed uh-huh. foods. Mm-hmm. You know, take a niacin supplement and you'll be okay. Uh, and obviously to this day, you still have your thyroid, thyroid gland. I do. I, um. You know, I still have Hashimoto's, but not as badly as I did before. Mm-hmm. But I did the vitamins. I cut out the processed foods. Mm-hmm. But I think what started this was people um, who have all these intestinal cancers. Our foods are poison. I, I know. And I'd love to dive into that. <laughs> but we don't have enough time today. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, we could do a podcast just on that territory alone. Well, I have lots of time. I'll get on my calendar later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, our foods are horrible. I lived overseas, and even the meat tasted better. Yeah. Yeah. Here in the the United States, for whatever reason, we put things in our food, and, like, we put put things in our food that are are ingredients that are banned in other countries. I know. You know, I I saw a report where, there are in just just in our cosmetic line, let alone food. Like we're like co- like our skin is the second largest organ in, of our body. So there's even some say no, it's the largest organ in the body. Well, whatever, whichever it is. Anyway, it's one of the largest organs of the body. Whatever you, however you look at it. And through cosmetics, there are in in the co- cosmetic industry in the United States, there are over three thousand ingredients that are sold as safe cosmetics that are okay. banned. Let me stop you. Let me stop you real quick. Yeah. All of a sudden, your voice changed. Oh, it did. Is it our is it internet connection, perhaps? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh well. Um. Your voice sounds great to me. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
And for anybody that's listening, we go back, what, two years? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you were saying um, cosmetics. Yeah, there's over, we have over 3,000 ingredients in cosmetics that are banned in all the other developed countries in the world. Oh my gosh. And we, and we sell them here in the United States as, quote, safe, unquote. I've seen. That's just one thing, let alone our food. <laughs> I get my cosmetics overseas. I have friends in England. It's likely safer. Probably 99% chance safer. <laughs> and I get my, <laughs> I get paracetamol overseas. It's, um, you know, it's like Excedrin. But mm-hmm. I just feel safer taking British medicine than American medicine. Yeah, and I want to get into your book. I have like five minutes left. <laughs> Bless your heart. So tell me about your book, and then we'll do another episode. Okay, that sounds great. So my book, Echoes of Resounding Love, A True Story of a Polygamous Kid's Journey to Spiritual Awakening. Uh, that book was released one week before my venture off into the Amazon. Mm-hmm. And that first, that first weekend, it hit international bestseller in 29 categories in the countries of the United States, UK, and Canada. Wow, and I have to order it today or tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, get on to that. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm on your mailing list, so I've gotten the emails. It's just, yeah, you know, Good. I told you what it, I'd gotten really sick, so. Yeah, yeah, you've been up to a few things that you've had to take care of, yeah. That's okay, life goes on. Yeah, it does. I used to I say with us or without us, so it's up to it. So so choose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have decided, like um, my grandmother from Italy, yeah, used to get on me because I wouldn't do dishes. You know, as soon as I was done eating, or who cares if the house isn't spotless and picked up? Mm-hmm. And I finally just said to her, "Is the world going to end, or is life going to end?" Because I didn't do dishes. No. Mm-hmm. Then don't worry about it. do something so crazy to where we become extinct on this planet the truth is life will continue without us it would yeah yeah no i, I i'm not proposing a future like that and by no no stress imagination i'm just saying that life is the most ancient thing on this on this planet and when we do things that's contrary to the nature of life like the things we put in our food or cosmetics it causes a tremendous amount of disruption which ultimately leads to our early death puts us at 46 in the world (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of well speaking of fake things yeah photo shoot the other day on a red carpet in hollywoods (laughs) i saw let's just say i saw women who would never drown die by drowning Uh more lips that look like buttholes oh dear well some of their husbands might like that um this was really gross oh wow i saw a woman that she if she ran she'd knock herself out (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh my god you know first we put crap in our food and these people are putting all this stuff in their body yeah and i saw more more botoxed faces which is botulism i don't know why people do it yeah effects I'm, I'm i'm really feeling gonna feel sorry for, i feel sorry for people that 
in years to come that use Botox because of what is the chemicals that you're putting in your body? I did it once mm. and I wound up in the emergency room the night after. Oh yeah. And I was like, you know, I may look good, but I'm throwing up. This is not a good thing. Yeah. Anyway, I have to go. I'm going to call you and we'll schedule another date where we have a lot more time. Okay, Michelle, you're amazing. Thank you. You too. We'll you talk later. Have All right, a wonderful Tuesday. Thank you so much. Bye.